and welcome to Backing Paper for another week. This is, can you even believe it, episode number 67. Oh my goodness, there's been so many. Uh, and there's only been so many because I've had my wonderful partner in crime getting me through it all, the brilliant Rachel. Rachel, <laughs> how are you, my dear? Hello. Hi, Grip. Um, yeah, um, I'm here with a cup of Earl Grey decaf this evening. So that's nice. Feels very British, actually. That doesn't it? It does feel um, very British. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's been a rough week, I think. For uh, well, def I know for definite it has for me, but I know it'll have been a rough week for lots of people. It's been a very odd uh, period of time. Lots of changes and things, you know, kind of going on. So, uh, yeah, a cup, cup of Earl Grey is, is just what the doctor ordered for me at the moment, I think. And uh, yeah, and a chance to sit down with you and have a nice chat and read through some emails. If we've got some emails this week. Oh, boy, howdy have we, Rach. Boy, howdy. I'm sat here <laughs> with a glass of water because what I felt was a good way to spend my day yesterday was st standing uh, downwind of a very smoky bonfire and inhaling oh, most. So, <laughs> so I was very hot and developed a persistent cough from smoking a bonfire. Um, Super. So I will do my best not to cough through this. But uh, yeah, it turns out that's not a clever thing to do. Also, it makes you stink of bonfire by the end of the day. Um, but that smell's not coming out, is it? That's It's the kind of smell that actually just gets into everything. Yeah. To, yeah. Yeah. Like I, I actually really love the, the smell of... I have like a little log burner and things. I haven't used it very much recently. Been too windy. Um, but yeah, exactly. Um, and obviously because I don't have a garden, we've got like a little yard. So you, you want to make sure there's no wind bringing it anywhere mm. near the house. So uh, I haven't used it really. But I do love that smell. But yeah, maybe not breathing in an entire bonfire. No, no. That's it a was, different matter. Well, it was so windy again <laughs> yesterday. And um, I was having because the client who I was working for, a lovely old lady, um, but she's one, one of these people who's like, can you burn? Can we just throw glass in there? Will glass burn? No, <laughs> glass won't burn. Um, okay. What about batteries? No, no, don't oh throw goodness. batteries on there. Okay, why not? Well, they, they might go bang. Can I just throw one on to hear it go bang? I'm like, you you do realise they're cased in metal. Basically, what you're doing is making a homemade frag grenade. No, we can't do that. Okay. Um, another genuine question. Could I throw my old heater, my old electric heater on the fire? No, no, this is not things. These are not burnable items. Oh, my God. Do you need to go around a house and label things with like burnable, not burnable? Ah, you know, it's a different <laughs> generation. It, I, I, years ago, many, many years ago, when I used to work as um, a gardener on a big uh, sort of country estate, um, this was back in the, I guess, early, well, early to mid 90s. And the way that they dealt with all of their rubbish from the whole site, and this was a place that was open to the public, a place called Little Cut House, um, which was open to the public, and they had you know stuff going on there, events and all sorts. Um, and they would you know have a little tractor that would go around, empty all the bins, and they'd throw it all into just a big old pit and set fire to everything. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yes, wow. uh, the bad old days when we just took no care whatsoever of the environment uh, it was like tires aerosol cans batteries you name it <laughs> and it got thrown and every now and again someone would chuck a flaming brand in and stand very well back but um anyway we digress uh, uh, a, a different time of of graham's potted career yeah exactly <laughs> these are the things that have led to the broken individual you get in front of you now um we did get some emails this week listeners you came oh, through in spades because you're the best you're the best um do you want to take this first one rach from ian turpin sure sounds good um what no emails is what it's entitled i think that's the subject line mm -hmm. ian says hi sunnies hope you're all staying safe in response to Graham's dilemma over what to do with prints, how about this? Make a book, as in actually make one. I copied this video on single sheet binding, and there's a YouTube link there, uh, which is basically a method whereby you stitch the pages together one by one. Yep, stitch with a needle and thread. Not sure if Graham will need an adult to help. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. Um, he says this particular method requires, uh, sorry, this particular method results in a lay flat book which is great for photographs. It's quite time-consuming, but therapeutic. My first attempt as a ham-fisted idiot turned out <laughs> far better than I expected, and to actually produce a book from scratch was very rewarding. You can also make it 
at any size. So if you have big prints, you just make a big book and feel like a tiny borrower. Do you know the borrowers? <laughs> I do, yeah, I absolutely do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or a hobbit, maybe. Um, other materials such as needles, wax thread and bone folders can be found by searching for a bookbinding kit on your favourite shopping site for around a tenner. Panic by now. I would suggest getting a kit with curved needles if you can, as they do make uh, things much easier. Also, tape helps to reinforce where the stitching goes to stop it tearing the paper. Finally, you need to think about a cover. I use cardboard and leftover wrapping paper with a photo. PVA glued to the front. <laughs> it was terribly professional. <laughs> it sounds it. Mm. I was really surprised that the materials were so easily available. No big wooden presses or binding frames, just a needle, thread and a lot of patience oh, and a knife for detail. <laughs> oh, <laughs> ah, doubly maybe, out. He <laughs> says, ah, maybe Rachel would be best tackling this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks, give me an extra job. Um, it could it could also be a fun family project to tackle if you have bored children kicking around. Um, are you kicking bored children around? Okay, mm-hmm. it's a different thing, I think. Um New episode idea. Uh, instead of dragging Aid into a dark room, you could give him a needle and thread and record his frustrations with bookbinding. <laughs> All the best folks. Take care from Ian. Ah, thanks very much, Ian. And yeah, what a fantastic idea. Actually, um, Adam uh, decided that he wanted to hand make a present for our friends when they had their, their first baby. And uh, he actually made a series of handmade books like this. Uh, so that they'd be able to put photos of him in as he grew up. Oh, you mean photos of their baby, not photos of Adam in as he grew up? Uh, well, possibly. <laughs> <Both>. <laughs> a little column A, a little column yeah. B. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it, I just thought it was it was a lovely idea. He just went and, and did that. But yeah, si- similar kind of idea. And uh, and yeah, stitch it, stitch it by hand, which is really, really cool. Oh. Um, and I hadn't even thought about that. So thank you very much for um, for the idea, Ian. What do you think, Graham? Do you think it's something that you would give it give it a go, try it out? I do like the sound of the idea. I do like the sound of it. Um, the bits that worry me are the bit where it says that you need a lot of patience and an mm. eye for detail. <laughs> Those mm, not things I have in uh, an abundance. I think it's fairly safe to say. <laughs> <laughs> I think Toby Vanderbilt, he made us some lovely little Instax-sized books, didn't he? Mm, he certainly did, yeah. Um, and I think he would have used a similar technique to this. So very uh, very simply, sort of like, but done by hand. Um, yeah, simple but effective, but also time-consuming. So I guess that's that's the point where you go, oh, you know, for anybody who, who is in a position at the moment perhaps who has more time than than they used to then maybe that's that's a good thing you know mm. for them to try out um but yeah obviously that's that's not quite the case for everybody so um as you say an eye for detail as well is possibly needed and that might be less of a <laughs> yeah not my bag baby not my bag but um but still exactly, i think it yeah Can you imagine 16 by tw- what, what what size were you prints that you're talking about uh, quite I, big, weren't th- they? they they were i think they were because they were I think they were um, either 12 by 8 or 16 by 2, something like that, because they were essentially okay. kind of this, the ratio of um, like a laptop monitor. So they were wider... Um, mm. in longer than the normal, you know. Yeah. Like I, I'm not, I'm not using the correct words for this. They're a bit of an odd format. Let's put it like okay. that, mm-hmm. um, because that was the natural um, frame size and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Ratio, the natural frame ratio that was coming out of the camera that I was using at the time, okay. which was primarily mm. the um, the Fuji X Pro. That was like the one that it was natively shunting mm. out. Is it 16 by nine? Maybe it's 16 mm. by nine. That's unbelievable. Anyway, <laughs> whatever it was. That's what it was 16 um, by 9 is um film aspect ratio okay maybe that's what i don't know anyway it, sorry when i say film i mean um moving picture okay right so not yeah. yeah okay maybe that's what it was then um so yeah they're not they're not you know the usual 8 by 10s or 7 by 5s they're a bit of a weird one but um mm-hmm. but yeah I, it's good fun so yeah i like that idea yeah and and i like the idea you know that People, when they say coffee table book, <laughs> that you just like you take it literally and be like, I've made a book the size of a coffee table. Mm-hmm. I think that'd <laughs> be great. That'd be so fun. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. Okay, this next email is Ooh. from Alistair. Now, there's been some sort of dispute over Alistair's name, hasn't there, Rach? Alistair Duggle, you mean? Now, we, you and I have had this back and forth. 
many times. You've said Alistair Dougal. <laughs> I've said Alistair Dougal. Um, let's call the whole thing off. You you said to me that you've got evidence that you were correct. Is this true, Rach? It, I, I have audio evidence that this is correct. Okay, would you, would you like to present your evidence to the crowd, please? <laughs> to the court? Yeah. Um, I, I could do that, definitely. Do you want to read the email first or present the evidence first? Um, let's present the evidence first. Let's present the evidence okay. first. All right. Well, here we go. I received this on Thursday. Hi, Rachel. It's Alistair here. Now, there's been a lot of discussion about how my name should be pronounced. So, let's settle this once and for all. It's Alistair Duggle. Yes, you were right. Anyway, take care, keep safe, and always enjoy hearing you on the podcast. Bye. I was right. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's fantastic, Rach. Now, um, I would like to address you. Can you, you know, in our show notes folder, Rach? Yes. Um, if you look in there now and if you've got it all good, organised by Is like... Is there a new show? Have you just put a new show notes in or something? No, no, no. In the last modified thing, you'll see there's a folder there. Uh, uh, not folder, a, a file called Sunny16 Naming. Oh, yes. Um, can you, I, I'll, you, the listeners won't be able to hear this, but if you click on it and I'll insert it for our listeners to hear at the same time. <laughs> okay, let me know when. Uh, well, you go for it now, Rach. Go for okay. it. You to have a listen. Okay. He's not playing. <laughs> <laughs> there is a problem playing this audio file. No! <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I will insert it. I will download it. that. <laughs> okay, you download it. <laughs> I'll seamlessly edit this. It'll be fine. <laughs> Uh, technology will either save us all or render us all completely insane. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> right, let's see if it's worked. Hi, Graham and Aid. It's Alastair here. Now, there's been a lot of debate about how my name should be pronounced. To avoid any more confusion, I shall tell you. It is Alastair Dougal. What? So now we all know. <laughs> anyway, all so... the best. As you can hear, Rach, from listening to that, uh, Alistair was clearly just <laughs> trying to make you feel better, whereas in actual fact, uh, Aid and I, well, I mean, you know, primarily me, were right all along. All Hang on along. a minute. How do you know that yours was the right one and not mine? <sighs> it seems that in many ways exactly. Alistair's raised more questions exactly. than he's answered. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but I also noticed that it's Alistair, not Alistair. Oh, so apologies good. for that. Okay, Alice there. Yeah. Okay, well, at least we can both agree on that. Um, yes. So anyway, we have an email from uh, Mr. Alistair Dougal, <laughs> <laughs> um, which says, uh, Hi, lovely Rachel, grumpy Graham, and cheerful <laughs> Ada. <laughs> uh, that's, of course, Ada Lovelace, who we don't often hear on the podcast. Yeah. Um, she's awesome. She's very much a part of this podcast in our, in our hearts, if nowhere else. Um Really enjoyed the latest podcast. It is important that we all stay safe and as equally important to have things to do. There were some great suggestions to keep our photographic passions peaked. So some of the things on my things to be done list are one, reviewing my negative filing. Uh-oh. This is where I revisit each negative sheet, make notes on them and make sure I have a contact print. If you have negatives but have not sorted through them, this is a good time to do so. Also, it allows me to look at the negatives to see how I may print them in a different way. It is amazing how I could how I see I could print a negative now compared to how I actually printed it a while ago. This is true if you scan and process them on imaging editing software or if you print in the darkroom. Two, put a portfolio together. It's one of those tasks that most of us put off for a long time and then do a half-hearted attempt and then forget about that, uh, that it <laughs> needs constant renewal. So I'm going to put a few portfolios together. They are for street shots, portraits, abstract and fine art. The reason to have different portfolios is that it allows you to understand the progression of your photogra- photography. <laughs> That's photography. how we say that. Photography. <laughs> How's you improve? Um, <laughs> I looked at some of my early portraits and cringe at the way I took them. The other early ones really worked well, and I am very keen to develop their style. If I lumped all types of photos into a single portfolio, it becomes a single purpose vehicle of self-promotion, but not allowed not to allow me to improve. Three, 
reaching out to others. This is something that I found to be most rewarding. Sometimes it is discussions about all matters photography and sometimes it wanders off in different directions. Maybe it's time to have a sunny 16 ask a question on Twitter. I would be happy to answer any photo related questions as I'm sure lots of other sunbeams would be as well. Collectively, we have a great deal of knowledge in all manner of photographic topics, so let's not waste them. And that's a great idea. Mm. Okay, there are three of my suggestions. They may not be for everyone, but it is more to know you are not alone in photographic mm. isolation. Reach out to your friends over the net so you can be alone altogether. From Alistair, writing from the Brisbane, where residents think it's cold when it gets to 20 degrees and it's cool as <laughs> we have the f <laughs> and it's as cool as we have the photographic mascot called Matt Murray who uh, he's kind of one of those gonk mascots that you sit on your desk the old Matt Murray um, <laughs> uh, I love those um, ideas and that they both make a lot of sense um, I'm thinking three, three ideas Three ideas. What did I say? Anyway, it doesn't matter. They both make a lot, make a lot of sense. They so both they make, the, make the, a lot. The, one of them made no sense whatsoever, <laughs> but I'll never let you know which one. Um, <laughs> regarding vis-a-vis -vis the portfolio thing, what mm. I think I might try and do is um, get my Smug Mug page, which I keep getting emails saying I'm overdue paying for that. So one, I might pay the month bills <laughs> for my Smug Mug page, um, just like that. But I might actually have a sort out of that as a sort of online portfolio um, because that's quite a nice place for me to have pictures go through them. So, um, and I've not been great at keeping it up to date. Uh, I, when I first made it, I was pretty good and things were organized and et cetera, et cetera. Um, and that was when it was all the digital stuff. And then since then, most of it's all gone into a bucket marked analog. <laughs> <laughs> so it might need some fine tuning. Um, but yeah, so that might be a thing I can get around to. I don't know when. I'm still working. <laughs> but, but in this magical time, um, I might get around to that at some point. Um, what about you, Rachel? Any of those things particularly leaping out as you as things you might try and get to? You're pretty busy still as well, aren't you? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, trying try to survive and uh, I'm busy. Um, thankfully, I um, have a couple of days a week part-time post at the moment. So... Um, so yeah, uh, still, my days are still totally, totally full. Um, I, uh, yeah. So in terms of time, that's, that's one thing that I still, unfortunately do not seem to have much of. Um, but, oh, hello. Sorry. The dog just came, came in. Hello. As long as the dog isn't going to noisily play doom in the background, that's fine. I don't think so. That's okay. That's Adam. <laughs> Hi, Marcy. Yes. Um, yeah, but I love, um, the suggestions, um, obviously that, that we've had there from Alistair and also um, especially the, the one talking about reaching out to others. It's been absolutely wonderful seeing some of the some of the conversations that have been on, on Twitter and um, across social media and things as, as scary and as overwhelming as a lot of this is feeling at the moment. It's also been a fabulous place to kind of um, to find that positivity and see what other people are doing as well. So that's been really, really good. And it's just about trying to... Um, keep focus on that rather than the other stuff, isn't it? So, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I want to mention again, I mentioned this on last week's um, Certainly 16 podcast, but uh, Matthew Joseph um, has set up and um, is sort of keeping going a Sunny 16 Discord uh, channel. So mm -hmm. Discord, for people who are unfamiliar with it, is another communication tool. Um uh, and basically you you join and it's kind of like its own little you join your own little group um it's like a little forum exactly it's like a little forum I, I haven't used it before and i didn't know what it was when it came through and i was like oh what's what's this <laughs> and then i got a message from um a couple of listeners actually um directly saying oh there's uh, some lovely conversations happening on on the discord channel so that's really nice to know so thank you very much for letting me know what it what it is <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah. Like a mini forum. Exactly. Um, there's loads of different channels on there. So the nice thing is you can kind of go on there and go, oh, I want to get involved or look at the conversations about film developing or cameras or off-topic things, you know, whatever it may be. There's all sorts of stuff going on on there. Um, if you want to jump on it, because I know that I'm kind of not steering clear, but I'm not spending much time on Twitter. I, I always steer well clear of Facebook anyway, but because... 
It's all a lot at the moment, and mm. um, I, I like to sort of take in my daily information on the world sort of one time a day. I'll go to the BBC or something like that, go, what information do I need to take in today? And that's it for me. Um, so having this place, it's really easy, even if you've never used Discord before, um, if you probably the easiest way, just download the Discord app on your phone, uh, sign up for an account, and you will find a link to the Sunny16 Discord um, room or on Instagram. Um, Matthew's got a link on there, so just go there. Um, and it's been tweeted out on Twitter various times as well. I will try remember to put it in the show link. notes. I will yeah. also put it in the show notes, yeah. So it's a great way to go. Loads of people have joined up. Um, as Rachel said, there's been loads of fun conversations and just it's just a, a little haven at the moment um, for nice, friendly conversations that are not having to take in all the outside world stuff as well, which is I'm quite just nice. Gonna go and, sorry, sorry, Graham. I'm just going to go and shut the door. So um, just edit this little bit out. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I don't know why Rachel ever says just edit this bit out. She she must know by now. I'm never going to edit anything out. Um, but uh, Rachel lives in the palace. That's why it's such a long walk to the door. Oh, sorry, it's because obviously Marty uh, barged away in and Adam, I can hear him outside with his podcast <laughs> going. So uh... <laughs> Is he not listening to the, our podcast live? Well, he, he could be. He could, he could be, sit in the room and just enjoy it. That would be really weird, wouldn't it? Because well, there would be two of you, two of me, two of aid maybe. Yeah. yeah, well, I guess so. I guess so. But, you know, it'd be like the live experience anyway. Um, okay. Yeah, just edit next... that yeah, yeah, oh, definitely. It's already gone. Pro- already gone. <laughs> You're not going to um, do it, are you? Nah. Um, <laughs> okay, I'll I'll read this quick one, Rachel, because I'll leave the next one yes. for you. Um, this is just a quick press announcement that we had come Ooh. through this week from uh, Intrepid Camera Company. Uh, we all know and love Intrepid. Uh, and they were dropping us a line to let us know that they have got their first limited edition intrepid 4x5 camera coming out oh uh, how exciting it is yeah so um it is coming out on the uh so it may already be out actually yeah this is so it's coming out on the 27th <laughs> so two days ago uh, two days ago well listen <laughs> last with the news um 20 and what is unique about this one is that for one this is their black edition so this is all black mm-hmm. uh and whereas usually um intrepids are primarily made of wood uh this is made of 3d print 3d printed plastic um, which is why it makes it easy to be black and i'm gonna i've got some details here um so it says made primarily of high quality 3d i'm glad it's high quality ones can you imagine if it said made of rubbish 3d printed parts anyway <laughs> made of high quality 3d printed parts um which whilst being incredibly hard wearing are lightweight and give the camera a smooth modern finished uh it's whilst most intrepid products use certain 3d printed components already this is the first for the main features of the camera to be made this way um so other than that it, you know it's it's what you expect from a uh, Intrepid camera, um, the Mark IV, you know, their most recent version. Um, but it's cool and it's black, uh, and it's going to be slightly lighter weight than their normal one because the um, 3D printed stuff is lighter weight than the wood. Uh, um, and a nice fact about this is that the 3D printed plastic is a sustainable. The filament used is a renewable plant derived bioplastic. Uh, so um, good for the earth as well. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, that's very cool. So I don't know how many um, how many of these they are making. Just look and see if it says in here. It doesn't, um, but it does say how much they're going to cost. So the production lead time is two to three weeks. So that's not too long, and the price is three hundred and twenty pounds. So it's just a little bit more than their um, uh, standard edition one. Um, but you know, if you fancy something, I mean, you know, who doesn't look good in black? It's pretty sexy, isn't it? Yeah, With a black great. intrepid tent, do you rage? Oh, you see, the um, I have to say, for me, the one of the main reasons that I would like an Intrepid is because they're made of wood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that that would be the one that I would buy. Yeah, no, uh, but that's, that's because I, I I enjoy that as a um, you know as a as a material itself. Yeah, and and uh, my old uh, wet plate camera from nineteen hundred, that that's a lovely wooden camera. So something like that would be would be grand um yeah. i've got my fantastic chroma so i i use that as my acrylic version obviously um yeah and uh yeah so that yeah not for me but it does look awesome yeah absolutely and whilst whilst black uh and um 3d printed is cool 
it's not as cool as carbon fibre, which is what I'm going to be getting with my carbon adventurer <laughs> from Chroma, which admittedly uh, was not £320. It was, you know, nope. a chunk more. But, oh my God, it's carbon fibre. And I think it's going to shoot laser beams out of its eyes as well. So, um, uh, but no, anyway, I thought that's really cool. Nice to see new limited edition um, coming out from uh, the guys at um, Intrepid. Uh, so if you've been putting off buying one, this is definitely worth a look. Okay, do you want to take the next um, <laughs> series, Rach, from, I think, I think uh, isolation is getting You worry me when you, when you say, do you want to take the next one? And just laugh to yourself. <laughs> That's always a bit scary. <laughs> oh, nothing to be alarmed of, Rach. Uh, go uh-huh. for it. You, and you worry about why I have a, a fear reflex as the first... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it developed just since you've known yes, me? Yes, it has. <laughs> okay, so this email says, uh, read this email first, uh, which is great because it makes me worry about what's happening next. Um, it's from Dale Willits, who says, greetings, sunny ones. Just a quick one to say, I'm glad Sinead enjoyed her gift. Oh, is this the chocolates? It is indeed. Fantastic, yeah. Um, I'm also happy that you like the zines. The Holger Picks in volume one were shot on either Shanghai 100 or Fomapan 100. I suppose I should come clean and admit that I forgot to mention in the letter that Walk On, sorry, that Walk On By was shot on my mobile phone and edited in Snapseed to look like the way I shoot Fomapan. <gasps> they were made using Blurb. They're um, great, really yeah. good. I mean, I, like, I don't, I am, I am not a snob about what. I know. The, I was joking with my. <gasps> no, I know you. Are, I know you're not a snob to either, Rach. <laughs> um, but you know, it's it's all about the end result, isn't it? And yeah. I've, I, they were great. Yeah. I love both of those. And I, I that walk on by one. That's the one where he's just sort of sat with that wall at the back and just people's legs going with the past. Different feet. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. but he just sat there. With his phone, just capturing this with the idea of, oh, this is going to be a thing. I think that's fantastic. I think it's absolutely fantastic. Um, to, to be honest, the other thing is with a subject matter like that, that if you had a really cool-looking old vintage camera, it's going to draw a lot more attention, mm. <laughs> you know, isn't it? People yeah. would probably not interact in the same way to get the image that you're looking at trying to get with that particular mm-hmm. kind of project. Um, so, yeah, it doesn't matter. If you're enjoying the process... And making something, and you're happy with the end result, as you say, then then go for it, go for your life. Um, okay. Also, uh, also, you may want to check with Graham Young, but from the sound of it, the 3D printed apertures may be Holger slip masks. Mm, I don't know what that's in reference to. He says you may have seen mine and his Holger slip mask images on Instagram. Okay, so what that's yes. So last week, Rach, we were talking about the fact that um, Graham Young sent us these lumen boxes, which came with these um, things that you slide in the front, either to act as f stops or um, like slightly different apertures. Um, But he also sent uh, Holger slip masks. So what these are again? These are three D printed, and these sit inside the camera, um, Mm -hmm. just in front of the film plane. And as the name suggests, they are different shaped slits. So some of them are serpentine, some of them are straight down, um, some of them are kind of like circular. Um, So you can kind of, uh, I think the idea is that you can kind of take an image and rather than winding it all the way across, you take an image and you're just capturing a slit, then wind it a little bit, capturing a slit, wind it a little bit, Mm. capture a slit. Um, So uh, yeah, I've. I uh, have seen some of Dale's pictures um, now. Uh, Dale is, is it delusions of competence, <laughs> or have I just been really rude on him? What's Dale on Instagram, Rachel? <laughs> I think it's delusions of competence on Instagram. Um, but yeah, so there, go there and check that out. But again, um, I will get those in the post. So rude. I know. <laughs> You've got that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm looking forward to having a muck around with those. Um, I, I've sort of seen my Holger. Oh, I know exactly what my Holger is. I haven't seen it. So um, yeah, another thing to have a go with. But yeah, I think that's the way that they work is that you kind of build up an image by just making little slits across uh, rather than an entire frame. So something fun to play you with. were right it's delusions of competence ha, with underscores between the words okay so, yeah, double check yeah yeah absolutely fantastic anyway sorry rage that's all right uh oh it says finally you said you wanted more emails so i sent you five. Oh my goodness <laughs> i did not really realize that was what i meant um but i wouldn't bother reading the others they're just inbox space fillers there we go <laughs> There you go. Just half an hour from Dale Willits. Thank you so much, Dale. Yeah, I did include the rest, Rach. Carry on. Oh, did you? (laughs) Read this email second. 
Aardvark is a cool word. Okay, Maybe hang on, hang good. on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. What? Well, what, what, what? that's what it says. I know, I know, but I've got some Aardvark facts for you, right? <laughs> <laughs> of course I, I, <laughs> of course I have. These are true facts. Did you know that the name Aardvark is Afrikaans, uh, uh, and the Afrikaans pronounce it Aardvark? Because <laughs> that's my good. Uh, and and it's. Um, uh, what do aardvarks call themselves? Uh, it's Jeff, Steve. And it means earth pig or ground pig, coming from odd meaning earth, and vark, meaning pig. So there you go. Uh, That's cute. Also, um, what do you call, what do you call uh, an aardvark with a knife? Um. A well aardvark. <laughs> <laughs> oh <God. laughs> that's great that's like totally my sort of joke I love those, I love those kind of jokes um, I sent you one when you and Paul were doing your um, your live stream oh gosh yes remind us again what that was because it threw it me was. completely <laughs> well because because everybody else is sort of like I, I did mine where <laughs> I wanted to increase some of the tension you know <laughs> like where you're waiting for the punchline <laughs> so I said so I sent the question and then, like, left just a little bit of time and then wrote the answer, but then obviously it didn't make any sense because everybody else had jumped in in between. So. Okay, go on then. Let's, let's, let's give it a dry run now. Uh, what did the hen say to the lettuce leaf? I don't know, Rach. What did the hen say to the lettuce leaf? Chicken Caesar salad. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can see why I love that joke, right? I can see why you love that joke. Yes, that's very uh, good. I did. I did enjoy a couple of the extra comments afterwards by somebody just went. I literally just got that, so that was <laughs> quite fun. It was a sort of delayed reaction to, to the wonder of my of my bad joke. It was great. Can I just so say? I I'm just one. from looking at my aardvark fact earlier. I'm just looking at a picture. Aardvarks are pretty cute looking. You know, yeah, that's why I said, oh, cute. Yeah, maybe that's where the thing goes, ah, Mark. Possibly. Possibly. I mean, we're really on the camera talk today, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, on camera talk. <laughs> did, you, did you listen to the, I think, nearly 20 minutes of Sweetie Talk at the beginning of last week's Sunny 16 podcast? No, no, I didn't. Oh, well, tune in for Sweetie Talk with Graham okay. and It's our new spin-off podcast. Okay. Okay. Who was that with? Uh, that was with M. No, it's with M. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's possibly why. Sherbet lemons for me. Okay. Yeah. No, they're good. They're good. Um. Anyway, carry on, Rach. Um. Aardvark is a cool word. Mm-hmm. Read this email third. Dale Willits. Uh. Why are you reading this? Read this email fourth. Dale Willits. <laughs> pilchards. What's Pilch- that mean? Pilch- okay. I've got a pilchards fact. Okay. Do you know what, what pilchards what's is? Pil- right? No. What is okay. a pilchard? A pilchard is just a <gasps> sardine. That's more than six inches long. It's not. Just a t- it's the same as a sardine. It's just a oh. big sardine. Shocked and stunned. Okay. There you go. The more you know, a pilchard is just a sardine that is more than six inches long. Guess they need a different net, which is how they know. <laughs> okay, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> You'd need a different gauge net, wouldn't you, to catch pilchards as opposed to sardines? I guess. Yeah. I guess you absolutely would. Yeah. Uh, I did Read my... this email fifth. Sorry. <laughs> Dale Willits, well, you were warned. <laughs> Should have known we still include them. Okay. Um, oh, this hang ne- on. It says Wimperama. Oh, no, that's, oh, that's, that's, the, that's, the, that's, the, that's the next one, yeah. Uh, yes, Wimperama um, from Jeff Greenstein, the wonderful Jeff Greenstein, who writes in to say, Dear Sun-Made Raisins, <laughs> what a piteous cry in the latest backing paper. Uh, why, thank you. The revelation that you had no <laughs> listener emails. I ran straight to my keyboard to provide one. Thank you. Thank Jeff! you, Jeff. That was Yay! the correct response to my piteous crying. I have no shame, and I never will. Uh, Los Angeles is currently mocking us shut-ins with absolutely ravishing spring weather. So yesterday afternoon, I took a hike up into the Hollywood Hills. I brought along my Pentax 6x7 fitted with a 35mm panoramic adapter kit I'd found on eBay. Perhaps you've heard of these. Basically, they consist of several... I guess I'll call them shims, though the most recent Graham and Rachel discussion of that word may have robbed it of all meaning. <laughs> You're welcome. <Yay>. Anyway, <laughs> you, we, use... We live to serve. <laughs> you use these inserts to fit a 35mm cartridge in the space where a roll of where a 120 roll would go. Also included is a mask for the ground glass and a similar one for the film gate. 
The result, when coupled with the Pentax 45 Takuma lens, is a 24 by 66 millimeter panoramic image, exactly the same as you'd get with a six and a half thousand dollar Hasselblad X-Pan. And the kit, mm-hmm, yeah. And the kit ran. My eyes are watching. Well, maybe you should stop peeling onions whilst you're recording a podcast. Um, and the kit ran maybe thirty quid. Yay, uh, go Jeff. Yeah. Um, so these, just before I move on, those, um, the things, the, the spaces, uh, they're little widgets. That, yeah, as I said, they kind of go in between, yes. above and beyond, above and below the 32, the 32, the 35 mil <laughs> film um, and hold it in place. And then you have uh, an empty roll. It's like the, the little, um, little sort of like round thingies <laughs> yes. that you can get 3D printed. Yes. You'll sit between... Um, the the car- thirty five mil cartridge and the size, obviously, of the uh, w- what would be the one twenty roll. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, so those yeah. those you can three uh, D print at home. You can pick them up fairly easily. Are they called shims as well? Then I would call those spacers. But uh, as Jeff has quite fairly pointed out, all, all words are meaningless. Um, but you know, but that's <laughs> we have no idea what we're doing. We about. have no idea. What <laughs> that's what Jeff's pointing out. But yeah, that that's the job. They hold the film in place, and you can use those spacers in any to, to use thirty five mil film in pretty much mm. any. 120 film taking camera um mm-hmm. obviously the kit that jeff got also came with the um uh mask for the back to actually properly mask off the thing because normally if you use them you're just gonna have the sprockets, sprockets and everything exposed yeah. which some people want but not everybody mm-hmm. does uh and also the ground glass um cover as well so he, he can more accurately frame up as opposed to just going well i think that's probably about the middle so um and uh, yeah and included the results rach uh pretty spectacular great. results aren't they I know. that's what I, I was like oh do i get to see these and scroll down whilst you were talking about that and was like <gasps> Yeah. So is this Los Angeles? Yeah, yeah. As you said, looking out from the Hollywood Hills. Oh, fabulous! These uh, are great. Uh, black and white, and just beautiful uh, scapes, really, aren't they? I was going to say, well, not, well, I guess they're landscapes, aren't they? But there's definitely um, urban urbanness in there as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, they're fantastic, and uh, it goes to show what, what a fun lovely you ratio. It really is a nice, yeah, they look great. And I think it's one of those things that's well worth looking into uh, for the sake of not very much money um, to adapt a camera. And of course, it's one of those adaptions that, you know, you just throw it on, shoot a roll film through and then take it out, put your roll film in next if you want to or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, they look fantastic. And uh, he said he, um, Tri-X developed in Cine Still uh, Monobath in the Mighty Lab box. So he's ticking all the sort of the new oh, trendy yeah. boxes. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, where were we? Or where were we? Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, we were just going to the the last little sign off. Yes, um, be well. I'd actually forgotten that we were reading the email. <laughs> be well, <laughs> stay safe, and enjoy the flood tide of listening emails, listening emails, listening emails, which your pathetic entreaty will no doubt <laughs> engender. Best Jeff Greenstein again. Who does Jeff. to hurt Jeff? <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. He wrote in. It worked. I will make pathetic entreaties <laughs> all the live long day if it gets me what I want. <laughs> No shame here. No shame to be found. And you'll find Jeff. Jeff is blue four three nine on Instagram. All in words, not numbers. Um, okay. Uh, no, the no. next one. Uh, the next one. Accidentally put in twice. Oh, well, yes, I did. I, I did some copy pasting, but forgot to cut that one out. So I will That's snip okay. that out. Uh, thank you very much, Rachel. Do you want to take the actual next one from mm-hmm. the wonderful Joe Baker? Absolutely. He says, miscellaneous matters. Dear Sunbeams, I have been getting behind with my podcast listening since I started working from home. So have only just listened to Back in Paper 66. When Graham said that he didn't know what to do with his prints, my first thought was, have an exhibition. There's probably somewhere near you that would be happy to show your work for free once they reopen. If framing is too expensive, put the prints up with Blue Tech. Rachel mentioned her idea for a cereal box camera. (laughs) Um, Oh, that's right up my street. I will make a start as soon as I finish my brown flakes. Yay! Um, Crunching up for me. Uh, (laughs) At the end of last year, I was lucky enough to receive a voucher for Analog Wonderland, thanks to you and Hamish, and used it to purchase one of the new Harman reusable cameras. I promised to give you my thoughts on it and now seems as good a time as any. It is very small, very light, less than 100 grams, and very easy to use. 
whilst it feels very cheap and basic because it is cheap and basic, I am very happy with the results from the first roll of film that I put through it. It's perfect for taking to parties or as a gift for a small person who might break a more expensive camera. Sample images attached. There we go. And ah! sample, there you go. Yeah, these are funny. So we've got a um, uh, an election um, uh, sort of, what do you call it, placard, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, on a street. And below that, a photo of somebody. I think um, that's Joe himself, I do think. Do you think it is Joe? I think it is Joe. Because he didn't have facial hair last time I saw him. But anyway, um, Joe wearing a crown of some description. Which An is inflatable awesome. crown. <laughs> An inflatable crown, no less. Um, thanks again for being a source of light in the dark room. From Joe Baker. That's awesome. I'm glad that he's enjoyed using it. Um, have you have you had a chance to get your hands on one of these? Uh, no, I don't think I have. No, I was, I was trying to think back and I think oh, I had my hands on a plastic disposable camera, but that was the ones, that was the mystery cameras that um, Analog Wonderland was selling yes. back before Christmas. So no, I haven't actually had my hands on one of them yet. One day, one day I'll pick one up yeah. um, because for, for exactly the reason that Joe says, they're just... They're under thirty pounds, um, uh, so that means that they're perfect for environments where you're not convinced that a camera will make it out alive. Which, um, and it's also fun. I one on my, yeah, exactly. I had one on my Christmas list because I thought that would be a nice, you know, little little mm. thing that, like you say, you can take out and about anywhere really. And, and what have you. but yeah, unfortunately, Santa didn't bring me that one this year. But never Dark mind, it will be on the list Santa. for for another yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> it but, sounds know, the, it sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, the images look nice, you know, they're yeah. reasonably sharp, good bit of vignetting around there, you know, nice low-tech approach to it. It's, um, it's The lo-fi filter on Instagram is on there, isn't it, basically? Yes, exactly, that's and what that's what you want. That's what you Full want. on disposable camera. You look at that and go, that was shot on a disposable camera. And mm-hmm. the nice thing is, they're not actually disposable. These ones you can reload. Yeah. Yeah, they're good fun. And the flash, because that, that second one has obviously been used with the flash. Mm-hmm. It's done quite a nice yeah. job, actually. Yeah, done did. quite a nice job. Okay, uh, this next one is from Paul Friday. Dear Sunnies, bringing a ray of light to the housebound. We try. We do try. You were taxing the little grey cell the other week. Hang on. Singular. Little grey cell. That's, <laughs> again, that seems rude. Paul, we're getting some sticks this week, Rach. Um, the other week, about fitting a 150mm lens to a 6x12 film bag. Simples. Think, okay. Oh, I hate oh, whenever I, anybody says simples. I hate this sort of stuff. <laughs> okay. yeah. oh, simples. No. Think of the film as a cropped 12 centimeter square. Are you picturing that in your mind, Rach? Hang on, I'll get a ruler. <laughs> okay, Rachel's gone okay. to get a ruler. No, okay. I have it. It's here. Okay, good. Okay, so the angle of view for the horizontal width of the film is the same as you would get with that 150 millimeter lens on a 12 by 12 back. In this case, it is 44 degrees, equivalent to a 45mm lens on 35mm film. You are just cropping about half height, uh, uh, cropping a half height slice out of the full square. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's a link to further film fun. Why not spend your incarceration marking up your lenses with their angle of view? And there's a link here, which I'll try and remember <laughs> to include. Um, sounds like great fun. Uh, and another thing, filing systems. <laughs> he, he's written grown in brackets here, which to be honest, he didn't need to. We would probably have got there anyway. Um, it actually doesn't matter what scheme you use to log your pictures or negatives. What matters is being able to find them again. One method is to write a small plain text file in something like Notepad and store it in the same folder as your scans or images. In it, describe what is in the pictures. When the time comes to find stuff, use a search tool or look for the phrase or subject you are seeking. It's quite serendipitous. Perhaps get Rachel to read this tale. Oh my god! <laughs> I thought I got enough burns yesterday from the bonfire. No, 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 no. The the problem was because I couldn't say that word last week, or I I was struggling to work out whether it was a word. I think. So really? don't worry, was that was a burn one? at me. I okay, think. right. I, I I just assumed. I'm so I'm so sensitive now. I just assumed. You really are. <laughs> <laughs> the insinuation was that I wouldn't know what it means. What does it mean? Um, anyway, as it finds similar pictures that you'd have forgotten about. Uh, stay safe. Yours in isolation. Uh, thank you very much, Paul. Um, some great tips there. I like the idea of putting a little notepad um, jotting down in the folders with mm. the pictures. That's a 
good tip um, for, for easily finding things. Because yeah, if you can search by that, then mm. yeah, good plan. Good plan. And did having I, a ruler still... help? <laughs> no. <laughs> So I was just about to say, I still have no idea <laughs> about that. I'm sorry. Oh, do well, you? Uh, um, no, but uh, okay, that's I, good. I'm, At least I'm, I'm not prepared alone. to accept that. What I mean? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it all makes sense. I'm it just... all sounds like Paul knows what he's talking about, so that's great. Yeah, and like I said, I will try and remember to include the link so you can all go and see what the angle of view of the lenses is. Because, I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? It's the angle of view as opposed to the focal length is the important thing because the angle of view remains the same no matter what lens you put it on. Well, not back, so... Anyway, uh, do you want to take this last one, Rach, uh, entitled Negative Hygiene and Discord? I'm not sure whether the two are related, but we'll find out. Um, ah, it's from Christian Struff. Now, actually, I had a message from him talking about the um, the chat that had been set up. So I'm assuming that's what this is about. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost paradox. We're on lockdown, but that doesn't mean that there's actually time to catch up with podcasts. Kids need to be kept entertained. A routine for daily life needs to be established. But I finally managed to catch up with my podcast backlog whilst cleaning the bathroom. So here I am thanking you for the really nice episode with M. Was this the one that you talked about, Sweeties? Yep, Sweetie Talk with Excellent. M and Graham, yeah. Um, there were plenty of good hints you guys gave in this episode. I think, the, I think the main one was that Double Deckers are probably the best chocolate bar. Oh, Double Deckers. Boost. <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. let's not go back into it again. Um, I'd like to comment on two things. One is negative hygiene and the other one is Discord. By negative hygiene, which admittedly can easily be misunderstood... I mean, keeping negatives clean of dust. I found that the drying phase after developing negatives is a very critical phase when it comes to keeping dust away. If you don't deal with moisture properly, any any dust caught in that moisture will stick to the negative, especially on the emulsion side, and it seems that it's more difficult to remove than dust that accumulates on a dry negative. I know that there are many different methods. One that has proven to work quite well for me is... Uh, I use a film squeegee that I thoroughly rinse with water before using it. Otherwise, dust particles on the squeegee might scratch the still wet film. I very gently squeegee the film once or twice to remove the thick water drops. Be especially careful with C41 film. The wet emulsion is very fragile and prone to scratching. Then use a microfiber cloth to carefully wipe the smooth emulsion carrier. Um, I (laughs) do not, I repeat, do not wipe the emulsion side with the cloth. If you do, fibres of the cloth will stick to the emulsion. Can confirm. Just <laughs> yes. Is this what you were scrubbing away at uh, on oh, the live um, yeah. Wonderland? Yeah, trying to dry um, those 4 by 5 Yes. <laughs> oh, that did <laughs> yeah. not work now. No. It, Don't do uh, that. Uh, it set my teeth on edge watching <laughs> that, honestly. Yeah. One of the most Same stressful way. things ever. Uh, <laughs> um, it says, this helps removing drops that may cause stains. Don't overdo the wiping if you don't want to scratch the film. Graham. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't actually say that in the email, but that's me. Yeah. You'll have a reasonably clean film after this process that's mostly dust-free. If you handle a film like this, it will only attract a little dust when it's dry, which can be blown away using a little rubber bellows before scanning or enlarging, or a fufa, which is what I called it in the video, <laughs> because I didn't know what it was called. <laughs> a fufa. Uh, fufu, because you go fufu, fufu, uh-huh. don't you? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, whatever you do, don't blow dust particles away using your breath. The moisture of your breath will make the dust stick. Counterintuitive. Um, after this lengthy part about negative hygiene, I'd like to uh, I'd like to thank Matthew for setting up this Sunny Sixteen podcast Discord server. I've had some really nice little conversations on it so far. If you haven't joined it, please do. The more, the merrier. Other than social media, it's more a chat that uh, that's about conversation. It's not like Twitter. So it only works if there's actually people there to talk to. So please join in. It's fun. All of you listeners and podcast hosts, stay healthy and shoot film be nice, even if it's at home or in your garden. Lots of blessings from Germany. So that's from Christian. Thank you so much. Christian is on Instagram as C underscore STR1. Um, and also he'll be on Discord. So he's go. having a lot of fun there, which is great. Yeah, yeah lovely tips there. And yes, um wiping down uh the emotion side of negatives mm. with a microfiber cloth is <laughs> bad don't do juju don't don't do that it's don't do that. oh it's the worst <laughs> the literal worst thing you can possibly do um 
uh, yeah, as Rach mentioned uh, on the live stream I did with Paul, um, the uh, we were trying to get them dry quick enough so that he could take a picture of them and scan them in. And so I was wiping down both sides. And oh, <laughs> I uh, suffice to say that I did after we after he'd taken his picture of it, and you could see all the dust and horrors on it. I washed that negative again yes. and yes. sent it home with him to be dried properly yeah. um, because it was setting my teeth on edge how badly it was. Um, but yeah, uh, great That's tips. Thing. You can you can rewash, can't you? As well, yeah. sometimes that that helps, and it can just sort sort it out. Or you can use, um, you know, the uh, uh, flow stuff or the wetting agent. Or, you know, those things as well can help too, can't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, on the subject of live streams, I did try to mm. briefly take part in a live stream on Thursday just gone. Uh, again, Paul from Analog Wonderland, um, he organised a live stream. Uh, I was there live from my shed, obviously not in person. Um, <laughs> with all... a measuring uh, jug, a cylinder of uh, fixer. Uh, yeah. Which you proceeded to then drink live. <laughs> okay, so just in case there are any young impressionable people listening to this or older impressionable people listening to this, that isn't actually what he did, but it was just a Graham gag. <laughs> it was. Um... And it was just to see the, the shade of of green that um that paul's face went i think that was the reason <laughs> yes yeah i you were that was what you did it. I, you're mean I, you're so mean to him. I, I did have a, a small chemical measure filled with a with fix clearly written on it and a clear liquid in it which i did swig uh, but don't worry i wasn't irresponsible enough to be drinking fix live on air i was just knocking back neat vodka um live on air so that was fine um <laughs> And um, but I wasn't on there for very long um, no. because uh, along with myself there was also Andy Church from Kodak Alaris. Usurped, didn't you? And By um, Andy. <laughs> yeah, I well, um, Paul claims Paul claims that his computer couldn't handle having us all on there, and it essentially crashed. His live stream crashed, um, and then when it came back, I was no longer part of it. Now he claims <laughs> it's because it couldn't cope with me being on the call as well, and as it, as in fairness, the main point of the um, live stream was to announce the winners of the uh, competition they've been running. He felt that maybe he should have Andy on there. I suspect it's probably more to do with the whole me drinking uh, allegedly fixed <laughs> on the live stream and also perhaps using a rude word within the first 30 seconds. I am. Oh well, my goodness, I can't leave you anywhere. <laughs> the rude word and the drinking vodka might be related. I don't know. Mm. Um, but uh, we're kind of hoping we might try again if we can sort out technical issues i did afterwards <laughs> yeah yeah i did afterwards do um, an instagram live stream um for a bit with matthew matthew joseph because well I'm, i've got everything set up in this room now so i'm gonna have a go at doing this and i just dicked around on that for a while um uh, you know but uh yeah maybe i'll try and do something more organized but probably not <laughs> watch this space for more stupid later um so so is that um uh, the plan is that that will be like a regular thing, uh, you know, for now, um, on a Thursday evening. Yeah, I right? think I think so. Yeah. Yes, okay. I think so. Um, like I said, I, I, what format it'll take, I think, will depend largely on what technically can work. But I think certainly yeah. Paul is planning on doing something. Um, if I can be part of it, great. Mm. Or if other people can be part of it, great. Um, or it might just be Paul. Um, who good. knows? Yeah. The um the other person who's been doing some lovely uh online uh, streaming stuff uh is John Whitmore of course oh, from yes. Yes. So yeah, so he's he's got himself set up with um like I think a three or four camera multi yeah. shoot in um set up in his dark room and he's going to be he started his first one uh, I think it was 11 o'clock on the Thursday as well so that was on the morning in the morning. Uh, and then I think so. I think he's doing them regularly on Thursday and on the Sunday. Um, and so I think I believe that today he's it's Sunday today. Whilst we're recording this, obviously it'll go out tomorrow morning. Um, I think he's doing uh, photograms today. So yeah, he'll, he'll be going through lots of different parts of um, dark room process as well. So yeah, yeah, awesome that's great. Stuff. And he is he doing them live as well, Rach? He is, isn't he? Uh, yes, I believe so. Um, I believe he's he's going and, and delivering it as like a, a live. Um, yeah, stream 
Yeah. Yeah. That's. That, I mean, that's. It, it sounds like John's. I mean, he's he's doing it from one location, which definitely makes it easier. But as you said, he's got like a multi-cam setup for showing what he's doing. Um, absolutely, go and find. He's John is um at the dark shed everywhere uh, go and find him and see what he's doing and make the time to go and either watch him live or check back in later because yeah john's great um he's a lovely guy his dark room is spectacular um so it's worth going just to see his epic dark room well dark shed of which i think it's safe to say we're all quite jealous aren't we rach oh, oh yes <laughs> we could easily live in that <laughs> yeah very easily it's bigger than my house um so yeah do go and check that out john's great um he's a, a lovely person um and uh, a, a great uh educator as well um so if you've got any interest in this stuff uh and you've got time to watch it then go and yeah i i really enjoy these live stream things because the fact that you can get the interaction there ask questions and as has been the case with the um live streams i've seen like not only is the person hosting the stream getting involved in answering the questions, but the people there watching the streams are getting involved as well. So it's a really fun environment. Um, I really like it. I wish I had more time to actually, because they're always going on when I've not got time to watch them. So, Selby. Um, but yeah, good um, shout, Rich. Most of the time, though, you are able to watch them on catch-up. So although you wouldn't be able to take part in the live conversation, um, you usually um, will be able to watch them afterwards. So just so yeah. You know. And you can always ask your questions whilst you're watching them afterwards. It's yeah, just exactly. that they won't answer because <laughs> they won't be able to hear you because it's recorded by that point. But, you know, be like Sinead. Just talk to the TV. <laughs> She'll be so cross with me saying that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I think, oh, no, we've got one last thing which we'll move on to now. Um which kind of leads in to Coffee Thanks, as always. This one is from Jayabat, following on from our chat about coffee last week. Uh, Jayabat writes in to say, I'm going to keep my donation active. I know you say you don't need it, but this craziness is going to last a while. And even if you don't need the money now, then perhaps you will later. Or if not, I'm sure you can find a good use for it. Maybe support a member of the community in need. Um, it's a small price to pay for the distraction you provide. Keep up the good work and shoot film, be nice. Um, thank you very much, Shia. That's very much appreciated. Yeah, and absolutely. yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, we, I, I would love to look into ways that we could do something with it at the moment, but that's a more complicated chat. <laughs> but, uh, um, but yeah, thank you so much. Thank you so much to everybody who obviously is still donating. And as we said last week, um, if now is not a good time or if now is the time you'd rather send your money elsewhere, we completely understand and that's no problem at all. I, um, we did get some donations this week um, and uh, I haven't, you'll be, uh, unfortunately because of the social distancing, our researchers yeah. haven't been able to go out and you know do their research work. Oh, um, there is a silver lining. But um, what <laughs> I've been, so I, I don't know whether this is a good thing or a bad thing. That the, oh, no. the last two books that I've, well, the books that I listened to recently, <laughs> they all have a certain theme about them. So I just mm -hmm. finished listening to a book called Lucifer's Hammer, which oh, was written great. in 1975. Sounds very pretty. Yeah, it's great. That's about when um, Earth gets struck by a meteor, oh, no, a comet okay. rather, um, and how all that goes, which is not great, turns out. Um, and the world, <laughs> the book I'm listening to again now, I've listened to before, I'm listening to World War Z again. <laughs> world oh. War Z. So, so um, what I've actually got for our donors this week is what their um, career roles might be in the post-apocalypse world that we're oh. heading for. So, <laughs> one thing, thank you to uh, Keith Durkin, uh, who's scheduled to be Guardian of the Sacred Potato Fields, um, Dunstan Vavasor, who's going to be Warden of the Pointy Sticks, Sharp Rocks, and other uh, high-tech weaponry, uh, Barry Carr, He's going to be War Dog first class, first class of the Yaya clan. That's quite a prestigious <laughs> clan, Rach. Don't mess with the Yayas. Uh, Joe Baker, who we had an email from this week. Uh, I think big things are ahead for Joe Baker in the um, post-apocalypse. Uh, he's going to be head wizard. So there cool. you go. So you might want to get on his good side now. And uh, they are. Dave... I mean, he was wearing an inflatable crown, so exactly. he, it sounds like he's already taken <laughs> he's, on the role with the pump. He's positioning himself. And uh, Dave Walker is going to be Lord of the Holy Water Filters. Because if there's one thing I've learned, water might be quite important uh, in the post-apocalypse world. Depending, depends on the flavour of disaster you have, very much. <laughs> so so um, it, it's just good to know what role you're going to have going forwards. Yeah. Okay. Also, I have to say, I mean, at least listening to Lucifer's Hammer and World War Z makes you think, well, things aren't World that bad. What? 
Sorry? Uh, World, World War Z, World War Z. What would you I, say, Rick? I get confused now as to which Zed. one. <laughs> Zed. I get, so I know, it's because Americans confuse me. Um, uh, <laughs> Is that for a t-shirt? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Um, so thank you so much to those guys and to everybody who does donate. But as we said last week, and I'm going to say it again now, if now is not a good time for you to be sending out money where you don't need to, or if there is somewhere else you feel it would do more good, then please send it there. We completely understand. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah. in the post-apocalypse, when all this is over, <laughs> we we will get you to send in. Um, I don't know. Um, what will be a good What will be a good post-apocalypse currency? Um... Raspberries. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sherbet lemons. I mean, sh- sherbet lemons. I think, yeah, second idea, best idea. I think raspberries have a limited keeping cheese. capacity. <laughs> cheese. Or cheese, yeah. Send more cheese, please. As it There's says in my dark room. More cheese. <laughs> um, well, I think that is it for this week. Um, Rach, is there anything you yeah. want to draw people's attention to? Oh, do you know, there probably is. And my bra- honestly, my brain has just been mush this week. I'm really sorry, everybody, if if it's, yeah, been, if, it, <laughs> if that's what, how it's come across. Because that is how it's felt, I have to say. <laughs> there probably is a whole heap of other things I, I should mention today and, and haven't. Um, well, I'll yeah. mention something for you, Rachel. Okay, if, please do, yeah. If you have children, especially younger children, and uh, you are worried about them being bored stupid, one thing you could perhaps look at doing is ordering one of Rachel's analog adventurer kits, uh, which are still for sale on Etsy, um, uh, because they include the stuff to make some cyanotypes, and they also include stuff to make a pinhole viewer, which is a great way. That's a couple of afternoons done, which you may be very grateful for at the moment. A couple of afternoons worth of entertainment. Um, So, uh, what they little video, yeah, you can watch along and and do it step by step with that as well. So, yeah, um, they're great fun, and we've been. I made you. a cyanotype this week. I, I found some paper that I put cyanotyped up before Christmas, um, we, which is a bit too long ago, really. Um, yeah. Better off using fresher stuff, I think. It's safe to say, but um, but I made one. It's fun to do that. Uh, it's just because you know, we had lots of sunshine. The sun is out, so yeah, you know. exactly. That's what's really lovely, actually. Getting to getting to still see see some lovely sunshine, and yeah, just in, enjoy your walk a day. Yeah, that's what we did tonight. Sinead and I went out for our um, a mandatory Great. one walk. Um, stayed a safe Aww, distance you went away together. from We so did, sweet. yeah, we did. It was very, very windy and I didn't wear a jacket. I was quite cold. <laughs> um, so that's yeah. why you went home and, and lit a bonfire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. exactly, exactly. Um, as we've talked about uh, throughout the show, there are various things going on at the moment. Um, different people doing live streams. We've mentioned about um, John Whitmore uh, with his darkroom live uh, live streams and YouTube videos, and Paul Mackay and his Analog Wonderland stuff. Um, I think. Um, Bill Manning over at Studio C41 has been doing more stuff uh, and there's more talks of stuff coming from various people so keep an eye on social media and the people that you follow see what's going on Um, we've got our Discord uh, room open which Matthew has got Matthew has done everything with that all credit 100% 100% goes to Matthew um, but it's filling up with lovely people um, people from the community so it's a lovely place to go uh, I think M has also I blown M did like a cool like article didn't they about you know things you can do at home and all sorts mm-hmm. of different projects and things is that, is that what you were about to mention Apologies well yes well well that that is exactly what we talked about on the podcast last week Rachel, as you funnily enough you mentioned that so yes if you haven't gone and looked up that article definitely go and do that um and um yeah just you know keep keep yourselves <laughs> happy and healthy i think is the main thing um and if you've got some free time then use it to in- engage in the hobby as i said on last week's podcast with em and um, we're very lucky that we can still engage with our hobby even if you're locked in there's always aspects of yeah. you can do even if it is just the kind of the um what's the word uh the organizational Russian side of things okay yeah yeah but um but there's, there's always whereas if your hobby is you know, um, I don't know, <laughs> white water rafting or... Um, I was going to say windsurfing, actually. Windsurfing, yeah. yeah, or group <laughs> hugs. If your hobby is going out and having Aww. big group hugs, you're, you're out of luck. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so um, all that stuff. Um, and yes, and M has also blown the dust off a Discord group that he created, but just don't need to know about that. <laughs> Ignore that. Ignore his nonsense. <laughs> you can Discord join group. ours, right? Join ours, exactly. <laughs> you know it'll be more fun. Um, and yeah, just reach out, keep in touch. Please do keep the fabulous emails coming in. Write into us about whatever's on your mind at the moment. Um, yes. We love hearing from you, and we love putting it right back out there for everybody else to hear about. Uh, it is my favorite yeah. thing to do um i love hearing from our wonderful listeners absolutely same here and you know there's people like ilford who are all still putting out things like the um friday photo favorites and yeah. uh, you know you can get engaged with all of those kinds of things and uh, various different print parties and projects and and what have you so there's a lot still happening out out there basically yeah and and in there <laughs> as well i suppose in inside as well yeah. so yeah Excellent. That sounds good. Well, listeners, we will be back later in the week with a Sunny 16 podcast, which hopefully, hopefully this week, we are going to have the wonderful Lucy Bridges joining us, who was supposed to be with us last week, but last minute things came up and we couldn't do it. But hopefully that's going to be all good for this week, which I am really looking forward to, because you've met Lucy before, haven't you, Rach? I have. She's a lovely lady. Yeah. Well, we're a big fan of lovely ladies, so that will be <laughs> great. Um, until then, listeners... Stay safe and take care of yourself and everybody else around you. Absolutely. Uh, and until then, have a lovely week. Yep, have a lovely week. Bye.